Hello, good morning, Akashavani Terabithya. So, today I'm more yogic, more Nirbija yoga, yoga more based thinking. And um, that's also because um, I had a good night session of, well, people may be calling it as Tantra Yoga. But um, in the Upanishads, when I began reading about it, I learned how uh, there are different pathways to um, come to wisdom. Uh, Paulo Coelho says uh, all roads in, in uh, uh, the pilgrimage, yeah, the book Pilgrimage, the pilgrimage, uh, he says all roads leads to, uh, lead to Santiago. Um, and then I looked up what Santiago stands for and Santiago in, um, in some ways stands for usurping yeah where um, or appending what that means is well in the practice of nirbija yoga when you come to the point where you are um, appending that which has been like uh, the mucus plug yeah the water is not able to move clearly you know the, the drain is kind of clogged and if you're not regularly um, usurping that um, and and uh, and having truth and um, wisdom and um, non-violence take its place as a better if you're not regularly bettering things yeah what we have is uh, something that is um, that that keeps going round and round and round we keep going into vicious in vicious circles when do we break that cycle of dramas that that viciously maintains diseases for example or violent uh, violent patterns such that you know evolution is not really moving forward is when we are usurping that which is broken in some way or needs healing and you're not usurping something you're actually bringing forth something which has been missing the presence of which would make things better and thereby you're breaking a vicious circle and coming to a new so that's what they mean by all roads lead to Santiago because no matter where we are in life, um, there was um, um, the place where I'm growing, where I have been growing up as a kid, um, um, KGF, Kola Gold Fields, and the Bemil um, Bharat Earth Movers Limited, yeah, Bemil um, Factory Quarters. So there's this place called Moidu Complex. Now Moidu. Mr. Moidu is a person who began as a, um, a construction worker. He would uh, break these stones to put to lay roads. Yeah, those kind those kind of works, construction works. And from there, he um, it's more a rags to riches story. Yeah, from there, by doing the right things, he well he ended up owning the whole place there. Yeah, having his own shopping complex. It's such a beautiful family. When you, when you just listen about them and you know, what they do, it's so inspiring. And what he's basically done is, he's come to well-wishing and so much so that he's inspiring so many people, including me, even now, by how he did what he did. So I used to think, even if you're just digging a hole in the ground, you're doing it the right way you will find your liberation you will find your salvation so all roads lead to Santiago it's about how you do what you do and that informs 
what I call as uh, manodharma. Yeah, a lot of people may be may be having a difficulty understanding what manodharma is. Um, in musical terminology, um, there is um, at, in in Carnatic music and in uh, Hindustani, um, there is. Um, I think it's also there in a uh, Western. Um, it's uh, it's an alap, or it's just a you're just sing singing with a with a certain set of uh, notes, musical notes, and then you're kind of uh, journeying on the notes of it. You're singing by your own um, guidance of your own emotional waves, your own uh, thought waves within these the within the few sounds. Um, a few musical notes so that's one way and and what you sing depends on what's there in your own soul mind spirit consciousness content according to your conscience so conscience also it's so your own conscience informs the kind of music that's co that's that's coming out yeah so so um an artist also has uh, their own manu dharma by which their art finds an expression on a canvas or on a on a piece of paper of what they draw how they draw what they see is also dependent on what is the what is their own manudharma what is their internal composition their internal intention which they are through the fabric through the material of their person finds expression in these through these to the available different arts uh, different media of their choice it could be singing it could be dancing it could be writing it could be speaking it could be the vocation you choose all of it forms it uh, forms that its own medium so there is this person who said the medium is the message so when you're when you're in sync with the medium that you are that you would most uh prefer to be with and then um through the material of the medium you find your expression you find your your movement you find your life so for me the medium is life life is my medium because i facilitate medicine intelligence life is my medium um and uh, through inquiring to the fabric of time and space that is life well through the medium i mean i have life in my body and that's the fabric that that's the medium that informs me on what um on on my thoughts on what is health what is wealth what what is wisdom what sustains the test of time what maintains life so these are my inquiries so each person has our own medium a musician would have the the medium of sound um of waves rhythms beats um each um a painter would have maybe in terms of colors um so each of us have our own expressions our own favorite medium and then we find our life we find our ooh what is it the our oof our mojo our uh, our our uh, ooh what is it the best of us finding an expression through it uh several of us may be using a different medium to come to our expression of life um i just happen to be starting from this end um or and then i'm discovering all the different media by which to talk about what i'm speaking and since i'm speaking about from the medium of life and not many have have inquired into it um lived life by it 
they may not they may be having a little difficulty understanding maybe because i'm speaking sometimes in terms of music sometimes in terms in terms of uh, um um visual arts and sometimes in terms of words and sometimes in, ter- in terms of yoga which is you know movement dance based um, um expressions vocabulary so i may be confusing a bit um but each of us have our own personal favorite medium and mine happens to be life as a medium because of my own life story so each of us have uh, something that leads us to the medium we have now the the point is about manodharma it's not about the medium we use a a, f- a physician a, a doctor has life as a medium yes they are they're working facilitating health um and then it is about how each of uh, each of us uh, are approaches an allopathy um, a doctor has a different approach an ayurvedic doctor has a different different approach so different people have different approach to the same medium of life yeah and a, mu- a musician has their own approach to what is life a dancer has their own approach to what is life so our roads may be different but in many ways we are actually coming to santiago well i would call it as terabithia because um um i would rather use the word terabithia because it's santiago refers to the need for usurping that which is not which which needs some more work some more work would be uh, needed wherein we are making it better such that we are coming to life as a whole the wholesomeness a kingdom that is that is life that facilitates and maintains the beauty that's how i i i i see it and that makes sense to me um so in many ways we are coming to discovering life in a way that that betters things and makes things um healthy wealthy wise not only for us but also for future generations yeah contemporaries too um so while our inquiries are there it's about how successful we are in our expression how successful we are in what we intend to so that so maintaining the manodharma okay people keep talking in terms of manashanti or shanti you know eternal peace uh, bliss and liberation from sukha and dukha and those kind of terms so they talk in terms of manashanti and for manashanti and to do a work in terms of our manodharma so that so that we are doing things consistent with what is what is most sacred to us and the way it is more our own signature work yeah what do what we mean by a signature is also we are leaving a stamp of our own identity in the work we do and a signature is also of an expression of our own manodharma because it is our it identifies back to me the person done this a thumb impression maybe um or a certain dna in the work we do there's a certain something that you can discover by which you can say now this is mozart work or this is um um beethoven's work or um this is um, um mr da vinci's work so how do you know that is by them having imbibed something that's so personal to them in the work they have created so much so that when you look at it when you're familiar with the person's pattern with the person's nature of work when you look at a piece of art you can tell that this this work was created by this person because there is so much of a something similar that it's almost like a dna of the person you cannot really say dna but it definitely a signature and that is coming from the maintenance of the manodharma that a person is 
such that the signature continues to be that. If the signature is changing, then something has changed about their own composition. So this is also what is required in maintaining the performance level of a person. So we, are the, we, ha we have a different vocations. And then what maintains our kind of value addition, our own unique personal value addition is, is when we maintain our own manodharma. To maintain manodharma, manashuddhi is, is required. Now what that means is we have conscience, we also have maintaining the clarity of our conscience. Excuse me, maintaining a conscience clear, maintaining um, a mind, a composition where manas cannot be just said as mind because a um, mind is so much in also in sync with our body. A body is like the physical representation of um, the mind as in like the software and hardware, if you can think of it that way. Both are in, in some ways in sync. When it's in sync, you will notice no dissonance. There is, that's also an, ex, um, an expression of Advaita. There is no separation between your mind and your body, such that one, your mind stands firm on your, on your words. Well, words stand fine f stands firm on mind and mind stands firm on body, if you could say that. Yeah, um, such that you are, there is, there is so much of an, a consistency between what you're saying, what you're thinking, what you're doing, um, uh, uh, who you interact with, what is that you're going about. There is so much of a thing. There is no dissonance. It's not uh, schizophrenic, so to speak. It's not fragmented. And, and there, is, there would be so much of consistency in between it, such that there is, no, there is no violence. When there is no violence is when you know the wounds have healed, things have come together in such a way that there is internal consistency. And then you're creating, you're, the work that you're creating speaks about the internal consistency, speaks about the, the richness, the rigor that makes your work uh, a masterpiece in, in and of itself by the value that is inherent by what all you've put into the work. Yeah. And then there is it. And then, then work is our works are in work, um, work in progress, different levels of perfecting, knowing, noticing where something is standing out and not quite so, sta you know, so together. And then you bring it all together. And that's also yoga, right? When you're bringing the, um, the out bits, something that may be in some way um, jutting out or in some way hurting somebody or any of that, when you're actually rounding those corners, that's when you're like you're making a sculpture. The statue of David comes to mind. It's a masterpiece, yes? But how does something become monumental, something so much so that across time, people look back at it and say, you know what, that is work. That's a work of art. You call it as a classic because it continues to be beautiful across time, across civilizations. And it, people, when they look at it again, think thing of beauty is joy forever. The beauty is continues to be seen by different generations, by different people. That's also what makes a work classic, uh, that which sustains the test of time. Yeah, w That which continues to sustain the interest of people across time. Um, so to maintain manodharma like that, manashuddhi is required. And I was thinking, to maintain manashuddhi, you require Nirbija Yoga because Nirbija Yoga is about usurping that which is 
broken maybe in some way unwholesome toxic um, toxic or contaminated or um, traumatized in some way or entangled with something uh, so much so that there are knots some people have even called cancer as knots yeah whether whether is um between the light and the dark and the good and the bad and then sometimes they are so much at a um tussle tight that they form tissue knots knobs yeah is also how i think of cancer um but that's all that's my perspective but uh, but that's also when there is entanglements then you notice different kinds of knots maybe even even in relationships there could be a slight tussle strife that could also be because there is um, entanglement between the threads of emotion or the threads of interest between threads of belief threads of what is considered to be right so much so that you you get violent in protecting your version of it and refusing to see that what you're calling a six maybe actually from when you look at from the other side it, it would actually be nine and somebody is seeing from the nine end and then you're seeing from the six end and then you're saying yours is right when you do not see that the person who is standing on the other side is only seeing nine they cannot see six because unless they come to this side they cannot see six so we may be at uh, loggerheads with each other because we are refusing to see things from the other person's point of view and uh, so that causes so those are signs of entanglement so nirbhij yoga helps to um de-traumatize um append that which is um not so wholesome and um but it's more from contemplation of what may be what is and then looking at what is there and what may not be there and what would what could be there contemplations considerations um and then looking at what would be the least effortful um most harmonious non-violent way by which to put things together and that's how a better comes yeah so in the bij yoga you're actually bettering the code that forms you you the such that your manodharma is getting better every time you are practicing nirbij yoga such that your signature is getting more stronger in uh, more valuable and so much more consistent in integrity um if you uh, if you actually look at what i've put up on the website the different products that uh, that um, medicine intelligence makes available and things from has gotten to be that way over uh, several years of contemplation the material has been in development uh, has content right from when i was born and also uh, uh, there is content taken from different fields of work different lifetimes different civilizations um across time and space learnings from different um time spaces I'm, and i'm repeating myself but i'm talking in terms of say egyptian and then indian and then greek and then arabic and then to so different ethnic groups cultural religious groups and then looking at consistency across these different paradigms of thinking um a modern ancient what sustains um what has been sustaining and what has life be inspired such that life is inspired to get him, to become better uh, become healthy wealthy and wise and it turns out our um, ancient 
textbooks sacred textbooks speak a lot about these uh, along these terms and then i'm finding that you know what there is there needs a little more addendum because one is speaking this one is speaking this and then there is there is it it may not be being conveyed as intended or maybe the words are, sa are said in, in a certain such a way that the message is not getting uh, getting through or these are textbook textbooks made by people at a point in time when they did not know there was there was further from that to be thought about because life is always in evolving so intelligence conscience and consciousness is also in different um, levels of inquiry so when things have come together that's when a better than what has hitherto been seen becomes possible to be seen so so what i'm speaking about um, um i've often found is like the addendum to several fields of work including yoga i i find that nirbhij yoga is um in some way taking the conversation of what yoga is slightly further taking the conversation of what uh, bcst is yeah i've studied from uh, so what biodynamics is what uh, life is and what it means to be human um um how can math be appreciated um in conjunction with other um uh, paradigms of thinking paradigms of uh, study and how uh, we may not have been able to see how these are all interrelated and hence having to guard our um territories so to speak is like i excuse the expression but dogs are said to be a representation of loyalty so we are loyal to our fields of study and then we may be guarding our territory by you know like a dog marks the territory uh, how they mark the territory so we may be kind of marking our territory and then holding people with guns on the borders so because we are all loyal in our own ways so this is not um this is not a um do not um, do not take me uh, to be offending but what i'm talking about is we talk in terms of you know reigning cats and dogs and what that means is there is mystery and there's also loyalty so uh, so we may be holding on to our loyalties and then holding on to our mysteries so much so that we may not be um that we may be sometimes falling on each other or um, having um, i wouldn't like to use the word avalanche but it's more like you know rain the whole stuff on somebody um so much so that you know it's like for a child they need to eat little 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 and then we rain a whole lot of stuff and they cannot eat it so i may be doing a little bit of it but i'm trying to have it uh, there are several paradigms of thinking that hasn't really come to be thought about so one of the idea of um what we haven't sufficiently thought about is the idea of a dog yeah and uh, so the, so a dog also represents loyalties so when so it's about we mark our boundaries by our loyalties and fail to see that um, our loyalties is not the only thing there is also congeniality there is also other animals there is also and and so we are not just animals yeah we we don't just have animal instincts what it by the fact of us having a human body we are a different kind of an animal we are like a combination between a tree and a um um a tree and animal and microbe so to speak um because of our ability to move on two feet and then um um and hence we are like tree plus animal because we move around while trees are standing and then we can also move around in you know we can also stand on a head so we kind of like microbes yeah so 
and then it is about what kind of a microbe are you what kind of an animal are you what kind of a tree are you yeah and uh, depending on um, what you deem yourself to be the question is you have a human body and is that all you are are you just one kind of a tree one kind of a microbe or one kind of an animal um is this or is there something more to you um and in those inquiries we come to what is my own composition what would what is that i'm made of what do my talents um which of my traits can now use um my talents use some um which of my traits can use a little powering of my talents by which i can make things better i can make things wholesomer i can make life beautifuler by the fact of me having a human body and that would be and those inquiries would would strengthen your manodharma such that you're leaving your own signature mark in the sense of time yeah in a way that uh, you um your future generations also are inspired by having you for an ancestor it for example in my story i know that one of my ancestors at least my ans- one of my relative uh told me in a, an elder in my uh, community in my uh, family told me that um an ancestor took the time to his passion was healing so he would go like a country physician he would go from place to place healing people with the knowledge that he had and um it's um and he told me that it's because of the work that he's done that um um he um his generations were blessed by people whom he whom he's helped and we are actually enjoying the benefit of what um our ancestor did so um and uh, here i am facilitating health um what we do when we take the time to heal ourselves we heal not only ourselves but also those who came before us and those who come after us and then future generations just like how i'm so grateful for what my ancestor did um made available um god knows in what always he actually facil- facilitated the fabric of time and space yeah Uh, in what always he actually made life better by by how he inquired into life so maybe future generation will look and say you know what my ancestor did that and uh, now that's an investment worth um investing in now such that you are you're 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 actually earning a name for yourself um f- by somebody whom you don't even know maybe um how do you know you are not going to be born in some at, at a few future time if that's the case like if you are born at the future time and you're looking back um and uh, you don't know if um, you may be your own ancestor yeah and then it's like you know what my ancestor did that you may not really know you know that you may actually be talking about yourself but you know what you have come from a line of people who actually did that and that should inspire you to you know what i want to study better i want to do better i want to you know what be good yeah make my people proud and yeah when i look at myself in the in the mirror self respect gets a completely different meaning then yeah because you can look at yourself in the eye and then feel proud um honored um you you would you may want to actually bow down to yourself
um that will be something yeah that's called self respect no okay that's another word self honor i think self honor that's something mirror makes a lot of things become possible look into the mirror if you can do that if you if you can look if you are you can bow down to yourself if you cannot then bridge the gap the person in the the person in the eye in the person in the mirror yeah will inform you on what may not be being so very honorable maybe in some way such that you can you can bow down to yourself and then you'll begin to start bridging the gap yeah that's how we become honorable dignifiable respectable not only by you but also people around you because you can for yourself as a first relationship that you have in life the first relationship in life that you can have is with yourself if that's news time to look into the mirror thank you for listening